The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 16th chapter. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early, on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side and dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him? But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for they were trembling and and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Here's a hint for starting your next startup. If everybody thinks your idea is a good idea, then your idea has already been done. Airbnb lets strangers stay in your house. Turo lets strangers drive your Ferrari. And Upstart lets strangers borrow your money. None of those seem like particularly good ideas to me until they were worth millions or even billions of dollars. And that's how it's been for Jesus this Lent. Nobody thought Jesus' idea was a good idea. Satan tried to tempt him out of it. Peter tried to talk him out of it. Even a dying thief hanging on the cross next to him, tried to shame him out of it. If you are the Christ, save yourself and save us too. But now comes Easter morning, and who turned out to be right? Trembling and bewildered, the women fled the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were terrified. One reason for the women to be trembling and bewildered and terrified could be that Jesus was so wrong. Everybody knew that a dying Messiah was a bad idea, and now even his body is missing. But what if they are trembling and bewildered and terrified because Jesus was right and Jesus is back and Jesus has scars and perhaps even Jesus is angry? I know a guy who made millions of dollars from his startup. But before that, when he went for his first round of venture capital financing. One VC told him that his idea was just 
plain stupid. A few years later, just by chance, that very same VC was handing out the National Entrepreneur of the Year Award when my guy was walking across the stage to accept it. When my guy shook the VC's hand, he said, Hey, remember me? So what if Jesus is like that this morning? What if Jesus was right, and now Jesus is back, and Jesus is scarred, and Jesus is angry? Because his scars are your fault, and mine too. Hey, remember me? That is the story of Holy Week after all, that my sins nailed him to the cross, and your sins made him suffer, and together our sins killed him. So, now what? After we wasted our lives wounding Jesus and scarring Jesus, and telling Jesus that his idea for starting up a church on earth was just plain stupid. Because everybody knows that a dying Messiah is a bad idea. What happens to us when Jesus comes back? This is what happens. Jesus follows his own ideas and his own heart. Jesus follows with his resurrection. And this morning he rolls out something that everybody doesn't know. That the death of the Christ is the life of the world. And the proof of his idea is found in his reunions with those who wounded him so deeply for the last 2,000 years, including you and including me. When Jesus comes back from beyond death, he has not come back just from death to be resuscitated as a corpse. Jesus comes back in a new way, from beyond death, never to die again. Jesus greets those who scarred him and fled him with a love that is so otherworldly so strange and unknown, so powerful and so unnatural that it is physically transformative. And even his best friends and his family don't recognize him this morning. At the tomb, Mary Magdalene sees him and she thinks he is the gardener until Jesus gently calls her by name. On the road to Emmaus, the disciples are blind with disappointment until Jesus patiently explains what happened to him as Messiah in Jerusalem and then takes bread and blesses and breaks and gives and opens their eyes and leaves their hearts burning within them, yearning for more. Behind locked doors, the apostles are terrified of the future, until Jesus slides past their defenses and shows them his scars, until he pulls back his wound and shows them his loving heart, 
and breathes his spirit of peace on them. And what about you and me? Because we have certainly wounded him and scarred him with our rebellions and our sins, we have spent a lifetime telling him that his good ideas were bad ideas, and we've often fled him, which actually turned out to be our death, not our life, and his death too. Well, Easter is your day for a reunion. And Jesus is back this morning to treat you like family from Nazareth or an old friend from Jerusalem or Emmaus. Jesus is here to soak you in his love and to wash all your good ideas out of you, the ones that everybody knows. No matter what you've done and no matter who you are, Jesus is here this morning to move past your defenses and to breathe peace on you. Jesus is back to forgive more sins than you've got. On Easter, Jesus brings us a new way to be alive. Jesus does that to you when he touches you with divine love when he touches you with his word and his sacraments, when he baptizes you or absolves you, when he explains the scriptures to you until your hearts burn, when he takes and breaks and blesses and gives his holy Eucharist to you too. In some countries this morning, mothers wake their children by washing their eyes as an Easter symbol of being able to see the world in a new way. Like Mary Magdalene and the disciples from Emmaus and the apostles in the upper room and you too, I pray, that you come to see things the way Jesus sees things, trading your own good ideas the ones that have failed you and have never really provided meaning or peace for what Jesus starts up here this morning. Easter is a chance for your new life because you have the opportunity now to live inside the life of Jesus raised from the dead. For you, it is where sorrow and yearning and brokenness and worry and guilt and loneliness and shame and loss and evil and pain and even death no longer need to terrify you. It is a life of love and touch and gentleness and healing and cheer and spirit and peace and courage and adoration and generosity, and mercy, and witness, and everlasting, transformative, physical love from his holy body and his holy blood. Beautiful things from which even death retreats.
And if all of this goes well enough, you may even end up letting strangers stay in your house or drive your car or borrow your money. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.